and I'm from the UK. I've got two questions because I'm planning to write a novel on Thomas Culpepper, who had his affair with Catherine Howard. And my two questions are, has Thomas got any brothers or sisters? I heard that he had a brother who has the same name as him, but family are not really creative with names. But I found out that he had another brother called John and an unknown named sister from another side. I don't know if it's the case or not, but I'm wondering if it's true. And then my second question is that, did Catherine Howard get pregnant while she was married to the king, before she was married, or after she was married, but when she was executed. I had a little theory that Catherine Howard did become pregnant twice, but her second pregnancy um, involved a little bit of a mystery because I thought to myself, I don't know if the baby was Thomas Culpepper's or Henry VIII, and Catherine Howard was executed while she was still pregnant. Is this really true? And if so, why? I would really, really love to know as it will help me with my research. Thank you. Thank you so much to Sarah for those excellent questions on Thomas Culpepper and Catherine Howard. And Sarah, I wish you lots of success with your novel on Thomas Culpepper. He really is a fascinating Tudor chap. Now, I started work on a book on Catherine Howard's fall. I called it The Fall of Catherine Howard, A Countdown. And I started work on it back in 2012. And it's a project that I honestly will finish one day. So I keep telling myself anyway. I've therefore done a fair bit of research on Thomas Culpepper. So I'm going to share what I know of his family. Thomas Culpepper was related to Catherine Howard, but only distantly. They were sixth cousins. Catherine's mother, Joyce or Jocasta Culpepper, was the daughter of Sir Richard Culpepper of Aylesford in Kent, while Thomas Culpepper was also from Kent, but the son of Sir Alexander Culpepper of the Bedgebury Culpeppers. Both branches of the family were descended from the 13th century Sir Thomas Culpepper of Brenchley and Bayhall. Thomas did indeed have siblings. Now, author Joanna Denny states that he was one of 11 children, while historian Josephine Wilkinson states that he was the second of three sons and that there were also five daughters. According to the Culpepper Connections website, which is all about the genealogy of the Culpepper family and is very, very detailed, Thomas's sisters were Catherine, Elizabeth, Joanna, Margaret and Anne, and his brothers were John and Thomas. Now, it seems strange to us today that a family would have sons called Thomas and Thomas, but it was obviously an important family name. You know, they descended from that Sir Thomas Culpepper way back. And with high infant mortality, the family may well have expected one of their Thomases to die in childhood. But they didn't. 
the fact that there were two Thomas Culpeppers and actually two Thomas Culpeppers at the Tudor court has led to some confusion. Catherine Howard's Thomas Culpepper appears in the court records from around 1535 when he was serving the deputy of Calais, Lord Lyle and his wife. And by 1537, he'd moved into the king's privy chamber. The other Thomas Culpepper, his brother, appears to have been the elder, born in around 1501, and he is differentiated from the other Thomas in lists of grants, for example, by being referred to as Thomas Culpepper Senior, whereas Catherine's Thomas is listed Thomas Culpepper Junior, one of the gentlemen of the Privy Chamber. The confusion I mention is down to a crime committed by one of these Thomases. Merchant tailor Richard Hills, who was also a religious reformer, corresponded with reformer Heinrich Bullinger. And in a letter to him dated the 10th of May 1542, he reported Catherine Howard's fall. He wrote... One of the parties who was first hanged and afterwards beheaded and quartered for adultery with the Queen was one of the King's Chamberlains and two years before or less had violated the wife of a certain park keeper in a woody thicket while horrid to relate three or four of his most profligate attendants were holding her at his bidding. For this act of wickedness, he was notwithstanding pardoned by the king after he'd been delivered into custody by the villagers on account of this crime and likewise a murder which he'd committed in his resistance to them when they first endeavoured to apprehend him. Now, Hills wrote this from Strasbourg, where he'd moved to from London in 1540, so he wasn't in London at the time. Culpepper wasn't hanged, drawn and quartered, but it's clearly Culpepper that Hills is referring to rather than Derham, as it was Culpepper who served the king. However, he may have got the two Thomas Culpeppers muddled up. Historian Josephine Wilkinson believes that the rapist probably was Catherine's Culpepper, one of the reasons being that he was in charge of several parklands. Looking at the grants he received, he was master of the hunt and overseer of the deer of the parks and warrens in the manor of Tunbridge and keeper of the parks of Northrith, Southrith, Poston and Cage in Kent. However, although his brother isn't mentioned as the keeper of any parks, he had been granted a number of manors and woods. It really is impossible to know, and both Culpeppers would have enjoyed some favour, with Catherine's Thomas serving the king and his brother, according to Josephine Wilkinson, serving Thomas Cromwell. In 1541, though, Catherine's Thomas was linked to violence when a number of his servants, along with those of fellow gentlemen of the Privy Chamber, Sir Thomas Paston, were involved in what is described in the contemporary records as an affray in Southwark. They were imprisoned in the fleet. Now, unruly servants doesn't necessarily mean that Catherine's Culpepper was a violent man, though. Who knows? Catherine's Thomas Culpepper does seem to have been a bit of a ladies' man. 
Gareth Russell notes that he flirted with Lady Lyle, as she did with him. And when he was having secret meetings with Catherine, he was actually already involved with Elizabeth or Bess Harvey. Anyway, I've gone off at rather a tangent from your question there, Sarah. So let's get back to your questions. Sarah also asked if Catherine was pregnant during her marriage, before her marriage, and whether she was pregnant at the time of her execution. Although we know from the interrogations of Frances Derham, Catherine and those who shared the dormitory at the Dowager Duchess of Norfolk's household, including Catherine's female bedfellow, that Derham and Catherine had a full sexual relationship, there's no mention of her getting pregnant then. However, in April 1541, following her marriage to the king, she got married to him in July 1540, Catherine told her husband, the king, that she was pregnant. Mariac, the French ambassador, wrote, This queen is thought to be with child, which would be a very great joy to this king, who, it seems, believes it and intends, if it be found true, to have her crowned at Whitsuntide. And Chapuis also reported in November 1541 that last Lent there had been some presumption that she, the Queen, was in the family way, i.e. pregnant. Author Sylvia Barbara Soberton notes that Mariac, in a letter dated the 31st of December 1540, had described Catherine as qui estoit grosse, explaining that grosse was used at the time in French to describe a pregnant woman. As I mentioned in my recent Facts About Catherine Howard talk, it's not clear whether Catherine was mistaken, whether she had a miscarriage that just isn't mentioned in the records, or whether she lied because there had been rumours that the king might set her aside. Perhaps her plumper figure in December 1540 was simply from enjoying the high life as queen. There's no mention of another pregnancy and no suggestion that Catherine was pregnant when she was executed in February 1542. She'd been confined since November 1541, so she would surely have known that she was pregnant before she was executed and pleaded her belly to avoid death. I do hope that my rather rambling going off at tangents talk there has answered your question, Sarah. And again, I wish you so much success with your novel on Thomas Culpepper. And I'd love to read it when you finish. Thank you for joining me in this latest fan uh, Q&A, fan questions. You can subscribe to the channel by clicking round about there. You can hit the bell to be notified as these videos go live and you can give me a like and leave me a comment. See you very soon. Bye-bye.